Hello and welcome to episode 201 of This Happened Last Week with Irish love doctor Rory O'Hanlon. I hope you're well. It is July the 23rd, 2022. It's been two months since my last podcast. Or I'd say it's been two months since my last confession. These are my sins. Amazing to think people still go to confession. I would say the people that go to confession are the least people who need to go to confession. Like, you're not going to get, like, uh, a serious fucking gangster going to confession. You're just going to get, like, L ones going in. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been two months since, it's been three weeks since my last confession. I'd say even the priest would be going, oh, Mary, you're grand. Like, seriously, what have you done? What could you possibly have done? Unless you're living this fucking double life. You go to mass every day. You have a dog. That's all you have, Mary. Unless you're, unless you're abusing your dog. But um, how is everybody in the world of podcasts? Uh, what is it? July twenty third. We're in the midst, the midst of a heat wave. It's hot. I'm in Ireland at the moment, and it's hot in Ireland. Could you imagine? Hot in Ireland. Um, and it is quite hot actually. Today was 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 I was gonna say today was mild. <laughs> That's what happens when you're not. It's mild. It was nice now. Breezy. There's a lovely breeze. That's what you usually get in Irish weather. You do get a bit of breeze. Irish people are mad for the breeze when the when we get into like really hot weather. Irish people are mad for the breeze. Oh, it's a lovely breeze. Open that door. There's a lovely breeze coming in that door. Open the window. The lovely breeze coming in. But the thing about it is, we're not built for the fucking weather. We're not built for this bullshit heat. There's no air conditioning in, in, in buildings and houses. and Like, if you're in Australia, mate, in Australia, the or Dubai, or one of these, in Dubai, you don't know what the weather's like outside. Dubai's like being in, uh, excuse me, Dubai's like being in um, Vegas or some shit, man. You don't know what it's like outside. But Australia is bananas. Like, I've never been in Perth. I've been in Perth a couple of times. Been to Adelaide, but when I went to Adelaide, the weather was shite. Not shite, it was just like 20 degrees every day. It wasn't, uh, you get used, but that's fucking, you just get used to the hot weather. Like, Perth is, is like living in the desert. It's that hot. Like, it, I remember being in Perth one day, and my iPhone turned off. It was that hot. Seriously, my iPhone was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. I had to, it goes the overheating on the iPhone. And yeah, it was bananas, man. It's like, in the UK, they were talking about the temperature was going to get to 40 degrees. Which I think it's a world record. It's a British, British world record, 40.6 degrees or something. But that's like a fucking, it could be that, it could be that at nighttime in Dubai. But like, there's a lot of talk now about global warming. That's the big thing now, isn't it? And it's the next fucking bullshit thing we're going to have to deal with, isn't it? We went from COVID to fucking COVID-19. And there was like the variants. Looking back on that all, that was all bananas, wasn't it? COVID. Fuck's sake, staying in your houses. and It was fucking weird. I don't know. You just forget about these things like when was it? Obviously, it was 2019. But it's just like, yeah, remember that? Remember remember the time we weren't allowed to, uh, you were allowed to leave your house every day for half an hour? Yeah, remember that? That was gas, wasn't it? 
I was in England for I was in Australia for the start of it, then I was in England for a bit of it, then I was in Ireland for a bit of it as well. And uh, yeah. Amazing to think people listened to that fucking I think a, a real like in Britain they had fucking Boris. Good work. We don't have a good work, good work. We don't good work, good work. But if you can stay home, stay home. But if you can't, get away. Watch your hands, get away. <clears throat> but he's gone now, Boris, in a fucking in a trail of disgrace. What well, well, like God almighty talk about Boris is like um Boris Johnson is like you ever see in a in a cowboy film they shoot someone and they just keep walking and they shoot them again and they shoot and then eventually they just fucking go down like Jesus Christ. What brought him down? He had a he had a guy in his cabinet who was uh Chris Pincher. I think it's Chris Pincher, it's definitely Pincher. The iron the irony of a fucking sex pest even called Pincher. But yeah, he was groping dudes all over the shop and uh, Boris knew this and that was the uh, that was the catalyst that brought him down. It is amazing what does bring what brings people down. As in what gets people sacked from like um, big jobs. Like, like he's done a lot worse than hire a guy that fucking groped a geezer in a fucking nightclub. Do you know what I mean? Like how many people died during the coronavirus? How many, like he was paying, um, he was, what was he doing? He was fucking getting people to pay for his wallpaper. He was lying about everything. He lied every day for something like fucking 45 days. having a cup of, cup of tea there was a, a video circulating on twitter that we had like um some current political guy had this thing floating around and it was like <laughs> i think he told like 45 lies in a row or something and no it had 45 million views on twitter and it was just boris continuously lying about you know here we go unemployment is down and it, was, it wasn't I've he just matched it. We opened up forty hospitals, and they're going. Ah, no, he didn't. I saw an interview with um, Matt Hancock, who was the former minister for health. He is Alan Partridge's love child. If Richard Madeley and Alan Partridge put their sperm together and impregnated, who would? Who's an annoying fucking person that they could impregnate? Diddle, little, little. Anne Diamond. If you know who Anne Diamond is, uh, you would have fucking, what's his name? Matt Hancock. Christ almighty. But this guy was, um, he was on some, some BBC program. This politicians are just, I think uh, I need to stop watching the news. It's just like, fucking hell. Every day these guys are just fucking breaking they're just robbing everything aren't they like i tell you what man if i was 30 i'd be getting into politics that's what i'd be fucking doing seems like a handy gig all you have to do is back someone like back the person that you feel is going to be the prime minister or the t-shock or the president whatever you've got to back them you've got to do everything to get them into power and when they're in power they give you a job in their cabinet and then you're fucking laughing. Seriously. It is a fucking double. You saw it now when Boris got sacked. 
all these, all the, the British politicians, all the conservative politicians, they're all multimillionaires. Fucking, I don't know, I don't know the names of half of them, but one guy, one guy, he, he, he's in Boris Johnson's cabinet. And what I thought was hilarious as well. So, Boris, 900 people come out and go, vote. They give Boris the vote of confidence, then they go, no, 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 no. The old stuff, you can only you can only do the vote of confidence once a year. So he got through that. But then the oldest went, Oh, this is too much. He's fucking he has sex pests working for him. Like Boris isn't a fucking sex pest. He's got eleven kids or something, Boris. Um so he So the oldest resigned. They all just go, fuck this. Something like forty five people resigned. Rishi Sunak resigned, all his ministers resigned, blah 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 blah. So then you have a then you have a prime minister. You you have people putting themselves forward to be prime minister, the new prime minister of Great Britain, people who no one has fucking heard of. So lads were coming out of the woodwork. I think one of them. I don't even think one of them was a politician. Tom fucking Dingleberry or something. These people are just. And what's amazing is, they're going. We want a fresh start. We want to change Britain. They've been in power for 12 years, so they are the party. So basically what you're saying is, Britain needs a break from the party that's already in power. So, Jesus Christ. But one guy, they, uh, I do think, though, the interviewers, it can be a bit aggressive nearly, can't it? The, the interviews now, they're so aggressive. Like, it's always like, sometimes it's just like, relax now, will you? Like, they just go straight for the juggler. Tell me why you were saying blah, blah, blah. But there was one guy who put himself forward to be the Prime Minister. And when you put yourself forward to be the Prime Minister, there's like a press day where you get interviewed by all the papers and blah, blah, blah. People were just done in half. They were just going, all right, you want to be Prime Minister? Sit down there. Tell me this much. In 2011, you didn't pay tax. You had five homes. You had a fake... Some bloke had a fake, um, yeah, he had two heaters or something in his gaff and he was only charged, I don't, just complete and utter fucking shithousery. And he's going, yeah, there's a very good reason for that. None of them pay tax. Rishi Sunak. It looks like he's going to be the next prime minister. By all accounts, he's about three foot tall. Seen the size of Rishi Sunak. He's like something you'd see on the top of a Christmas cake or on top of a wedding cake. He's a tiny little fella. And he thinks, he's going, I want to be Prime Minister. I want to make the changes. I want to make build Britain better. He was the Chancellor. He was the guy building for... Uh, as I said, I need to stop watching the news. But Richie Sunak is married to a fucking billionaire. Imagine. So like all the corporations are owned by billionaires. And now you'd have, like, how the fuck could the Prime Minister of Britain be a billion, married to a billionaire? And, like, where, where, what's the word that, uh, there's one word, that's a sentence that's driving me mad. Um, cost of living crisis. Fucking hell. How many times a day do you hear cost of living crisis? We're in a cost of living crisis. No, 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 cost of living crisis. This fucking war in Russia with Ukraine 
seems to be affecting everybody else besides Russia. Seriously, Russia seems to be grand. It's everyone else's fucked. I tell you, I tell you where you'd be fucking. Dublin is mad expensive. I've been in Dublin for the last couple of weeks. Dublin's is. I didn't realize. I don't know what the fuck was going on here. Unless we were buying everything we owned, everything that we sell in Dublin from the Ukraine. I went to fucking. Even tonight I went to the shop. I bought a liter of sparkling water, a bottle of sparkling water, and a this little fucking like a yogurt carton, see-through like it'd be like um, a, a plastic cup, quite a see-through plastic cup with a lid on it, and it was like not big. I'd say like the fucking the size of a cup of a cup that you'd have a, a mug of tea in or whatever. Like so, um, so. What was in it? Peanuts. Peanuts and fruit. Fruit nuts. You know, like fucking... No, I don't know. You know, like fruit and nuts. And some of them are chocolate as well. So I went up to the till and I said, you know, two bottles of water and that. Now, I don't know, 8.15. I was going, what? How much are the peanuts and the fucking mixed fruit, whatever it's called? Three euros 15 for a cup of peanuts. It's for fuck. It's banana. It's really. It's not bananas actually. It's peanuts and chocolate. But uh, the cost of living crisis is real, ladies and gentlemen. Believe you me. But anyway, I've been watching the um, the Euro twenty twenty, Euro twenty twenty. Uh, ladies, ladies football, and I don't know. I can't believe it. Do you know what's amazing? What and what I find amazing is that English female footballers are as equally as annoying as English footballers, male footballers. I think it's just the, the press. They continuously have to be fucking shiting on about it's coming home. Even if it does come home, what are you talking about? It's coming home. You invented the game. It should have been home years ago. It's an embarrassment that it hasn't been brought home. You invented football. So England are in the semi-finals where they're playing Sweden. The standard in fair now the standard in this tournament I don't think is that great to be honest with you. England were playing Spain in the quarterfinals. And like Spain went one nil up, but at no point did you think England were like the Spanish players were tiny. The English girls were just like fucking what you fucking Spanish can't you know what I mean? They were big players. So they beat them two one, they're into the semis to play Sweden. I think they'll beat Sweden and then the other final it's gonna be I think it's um in the other semis which I watched last night. France, I think, are in the other semis. So it's England, Sweden, France v uh Germany. So I don't know. I don't know. Germany possibly, but I have a feeling it could be coming home. <laughs> and if it does come home, let me tell you, they'll be going. They this 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 is the English in a fucking nutshell. Football is coming home. The ladies have won the Euro twenty twenty. Do we dare to dream that we can make it a double with the World Cup in guitar? And you're just going, go fuck yourselves. One thing that I, that I was watching, I was watching it on BBC tonight, and uh, I tried to watch the RTE coverage because it's not as biased. It's just like they just keep, they just go, oh yeah, that player is this. 
it's just so real. There's no bollocks. There's no like, it's just the, the English, the English like, um, the English fucking, what would you call it? panelists? They're just oh, it's just so fucking. They lick themselves. I just I just find it disturbingly bad. Ian Wright. Ian Wright would get excited over someone having a fucking shite. Oh, well, he's such a, I don't know, I don't know, I just think he's a bit much, like, just chill out, mate, will you? They fucking scored, they scored a goal against fucking, they beat Northern Ireland 5-0, they beat Austria 8-0, and uh, Ian Wright and Newman, fucking Alex Scott, is there two, uh, Alex Scott, there must be two of Alex Scott, I saw her doing... I saw her doing the co-presenting and then she was doing the presenting. She said, this girl is fucking everywhere, man. But, um, yeah, this is it now. But one thing that I find, I always find it really weird on the BBC where they always have to finish with a joke. Like, Gary Lineker does it, and he does it quite well. In fairness to Gary Lineker, he does it quite well. He tells a joke at the end, which is, you know, you'd expect a joke from Gary Lineker. He's getting paid 1.3 million. I saw that on the... Um, the highest paid earners for the BBC and Gary Lineker is number one. And Zoe Ball is number two. And the only reason Zoe Ball is number two is because she was on fuck all. She was on like 300 grand a year or something. But everyone kicked off going, how come Gary Lineker's a bloke and he's getting paid blah, blah, blah. So she got something like a £600,000 raise just because she's a woman. I'm not saying, yeah, just because that for, for um, what's the word? I don't know, equality or whatever the fuck, which is fair enough. I'm all for equality. But Zoe Lines, no, Zoe Ball is fucking terrible, man. God. And she, she's on the radio like for an hour, three hours in the morning. Gary Lineker does a fair bit of work for his 1.3 million. But, uh, but Gabby Roslin was on today. And um, so Sweden beat... Who the fuck was playing tonight, actually? Who was playing tonight? No, France beat Holland. And now France are going to go to the next round and they're going to play Germany. But Gabby Roslin finishes the program by the Dutch, the orange team, the orange Dutch team are out. They've been squashed. See you in the next... You just go, oh, shut up, will you? Why do you have to try and be funny, Gabby? You're not funny. If you're a funny, Gabby, you would be doing comedy. Just go. That was a great game. See you next week. Toodaloo. That's why I watch, like watching the um, the RTE panel. There's no bollocks. They just get stuck into it. Um, the GAA. I was watching the GAA as, as well today. I was watching the Camogie. It was Kilkenny were playing Cork. In the semi-final. I tell you one thing, man. They are fit as a fucking fiddle, those Camogie players. Mother of Jesus. The size of the Croke Park pitch as well. They run around all day long. I, I don't know who won at the end, actually. I only watched a, I only watched, watched a good bit of it. I think, I think uh, Cork were in the final. I watched Kilkenny play Galway, but I don't, I don't know who, uh, who won that. But tomorrow is the big game. The big match. Up for the match. Who are playing in the final tomorrow? It's old school. It's an old school All-Ireland. Galway are playing Kenny. Which is a real old school final. Over the last few years, it's been Dublin and 
Dublin and and fucking Mayo have lost like something like fifteen finals or something. Bad enough living in Mayo, but you lose the All Ireland every year as well. It's got to be a bit of a bummer. So it's going to be Galway and Kerry. Who will win? That is the fucking question. I'd like to see Galway win it. Um, my mother's family originated from Galway. My granny, my granddad, all from Galway. So I'd be up for Galway. The tribe is it the tribesmen of Galway. The tribesmen, I think so. And Kerry. But I think Kerry might be the might be the team to win. But who knows? I think it'll be good. I'm just delighted none of those northern teams are in it. Fucking Ulster football. They're fucking animals, man. Animals. I watched the um the Dublin I think it was Armagh. And that was fucking bananas. I, I don't know how many times I've said bananas in this podcast, but I said bananas well. That was wild. I've changed it. I've gone with wild. Fucking hell. Just before half time, there was like a twenty. There was like fifteen on fifteen fight. That's thirty, thirty man brawl, massive big brawl. People are fucking lashing each other out of it, and uh, what I what was mad was there was a guy who wasn't even uh, there was a guy who was a sub. He wasn't even on the path. He was, I think he was. I don't know if he was suspended or if he was injured, but he wasn't even playing. He was fucking gouging a fella's eye out. Like, would you fucking relax? Like, it, right, these guys are in a game, in a game of football. And uh, and if you're in a game, of, even if you're in a fight with someone in the street, which I don't know why, but anyway, when you're younger, you fight. Young men fight. When you're in your teenage years or in your early 20s, young dudes fight, you fight. That's what happens. Too much fucking testosterone. You're young. You fight over stupid things. Especially when it comes to sport and stuff like that. But if you're in a fight in a football pitch, fair enough. It breaks out. Let's just keep it fucking fists. Punch me. Punch me in the head. I'll punch you in the head. Don't be going for me eyes. What are you fucking playing at? Imagine you could fucking gouge a fella's eye. What's the end game there when you're going to gouge a fella's eye? Is you're trying to pull his eye out of his head. But anyway... There was a whole big fucking scrap. Um, I don't know. I think... I think two people were sent off. One from each side. Um, see, the Irish... The Gaelic football is crazy. I think our, the Gaelic football is unbelievable. I think you're allowed to bring a sub on when someone gets sent off. It's all fucking stupid. It's the only game in the world where two players can be sent off and it's still 15 sides. But, um, yeah, so the guy who gouged your man's eye out got suspended for six months. <laughs> so he won't play here for six months. Joe Tierney, I think his name is. But we must be mad because Sky Sports are now showing um, GAA. So they show that on, on Sky Sports. So Sky Sports are now showing Dublin playing fucking Armagh. And they must be going, like... If you saw a 20-man brawl in a Premier League game where a guy's gouging a fella's eye out, there'd be lads going to prison. They'd be talking about it for months. Gary Neville would be doing a 24-hour show with Jamie Carragher about what happened, how it happened, what to do, blah, 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 blah. And this, like, Ireland thing is like, it was like gladiators on the pitch. Two lads sent off, back out, play the game. And the guy, but the guy who did gouge the guy's, out, guy's eyes out did get... Uh, 
six months. You should have got fucking six months in prison. Jesus Christ. And it's always like, with GAA, it's like, he did it for the county. You know, once that jersey goes on, he does it for the county. He's not a bad lad. He's a quiet fella. They always see that when someone's a mad fucking bastard in the football. But quietly. It wouldn't hurt to fly. But when he, got, when he crosses the white line, he'll pull your eyes out. My God. But anyway. It is the 23rd of July, 2022. And it's fucking roasting still. This is a fucking 5 to 12. I think uh, I need to buy a new laptop, actually, because the heat off this thing, man, it's like having, um, it's like having a fucking barbecue on my chest. But anyway, it has been lovely to talk to you. If you're looking for me, follow me on Instagram, Rory O'Hanna Comedy, uh, Facebook, Rory O'Hanna Comedy. I have a YouTube channel, loads of videos up there of me uh, making out with people, you know, just doing stand-up. It's a right laugh. But, um... Yeah, keep an eye out for updates and other stuff. If you are interested, you'll you'll find it all on the um, on the Instagram. So, thank you very much. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And come on, Galway, hasta luego. <laughs>